feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid, nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter, when I caught a glimpse of Rita, filling in the ticket in a little white book. In a cap, she looked much older. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, there is word that President Biden is considering executive action to turn migrants away at the border. This is interesting because, remember, he's been saying all along that it has to go through Congress and that he has no rights to be able to unilaterally do things to the border, that it all rests on Congress and especially rests on MAGA Republicans. Remember, he wanted a bill to go through that allowed for about 5,000 illegal migrants a day to cross into the United States. And the House of Representatives, led by Republicans, thank goodness, said no deal. But isn't it interesting what happens when they see suddenly that immigration and the migrant crisis, well, they have become the big issues. And we're going to talk about that a lot tonight here on The Rita Cosby Show. Because the polls are clearly showing that President Biden is tanking when it comes to immigration and when it comes to the border crisis. And so what is he doing? What does a typical politician do? Well, guess what is coming up? The State of the Union. First off, that will be interesting. How is he going to be able to get through the State of the Union without slurring his words and tripping every five seconds? The other day, he was going up the small stairs into Air Force One, and he was bumbling and fumbling just up even the small stairs. So I'm curious to see how is he going to be able to handle doing a speech before Congress that is live. Usually these things, I mean, they last sometimes a little less than an hour. Sometimes they go well over an hour. It'll be interesting to see. Can he get through a speech that is so important to his presidency? Because, boy... His polls are tanking big time. And it's because of that that suddenly he's having this epiphany that he wants to focus on the border and look like he is actually doing something on the border. So we are hearing now prior to the State of the Union, which is coming up at the beginning of next month, it is March 7th is the State of the Union when you address and you go before the House of Congress and Senate, you sit and address everybody there. And at that point, prior to that, which could mean as early as next week, he may push some executive action that would beef up asylum standards and essentially, quote, turn away those that don't meet the credible fear standard. In other words, they are fleeing something that bona fide gives them the asylum status. Well, I can tell you right off the bat. You look at all the migrants that have been crossing, mostly single, middle-aged, military-age men, if you will. Guess what? I'd say 95% of them at least don't qualify. So if you really want to adhere to the standard, you're going to have to turn around 95% at least of the people that are coming. Those people that are at the border, and I've talked to these border agents many a time, and they 
consistently say it is in the single digits that actually qualify for legitimate asylum. So that means that he's going to try to come up with some sort of standard that, wow, look at what I'm doing, America, to try to seal the border. What images of people rushing the border? What are you talking about? And right now, they're getting anywhere from ten to 12,000 a day. But this new order that he's looking at could also kick in only after a certain number of illegal crossings have happened. And as I mentioned, that other one that they were looking at that was like 5,000 a day, that might be the same thing that happens here where it's okay after 5,000 a day, then you have to really, really have a legitimate standard for being kicked out of the country. So he may be reducing the numbers and saying, look, I waited for Congress. They weren't doing anything. So I had to take executive action. We're going to be talking about that because, boy, is that not pure politics and just pure hogwash? I mean, let's call it for what it is. It is so blatant what is happening here and why this president is doing it. Also, earlier today on Cats and Cosby, John Katsimatidis and I had on the show Vito Fasella. He is the Staten Island Borough president, and he broke the news with us that now uh, an appellate court has ruled with a lower court, which is now blocking 800,000 non-citizens from voting, saying that it's unconstitutional, that that's not the way it is in the New York State Constitution. And if you look at it, it says clearly it is for U.S. citizens, not non-citizens, i.e. migrants and some others that would qualify under that. Can you imagine, had this gone through, they would have been able to vote in municipal elections. And you can imagine, that's an enormous amount of people suddenly that are, A, on the taxpayer payroll, and then they would you know, have the right to vote. I mean, it's preposterous. And Mayor Eric Adams had been appealing these decisions, the one that happened earlier. So that's interesting. Why is the city on one hand saying, well, we're trying to limit things. And then the next hand, well, surprise, surprise, we would like them to be able to vote. But at least there was some good news that came down from an appellate judge who said that this is null and void. Quote, we determined that this local law was enacted in violation of the New York State Constitution and municipal home rule law, and thus must be declared null and void. Thank goodness, because boy, that would have opened up an enormous can of worms. And we heard from President Trump last night. He called something migrant crime. This is what he's calling all these gangs and these beatings that have been taking place of NYPD officers and others across New York and across so many states across this country. And people are going, what is going on? There seems to be a revolving door of justice, whether you're a migrant or not. But if your name is Donald Trump, uh, we'll throw the book at you. Well, I say bravo to this Maricopa County, Arizona prosecutor who took a big swipe at progressive Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. She is saying now she will not ship a suspect in a very vicious New York hotel slaying back to New York City because she says, quote, it's safer to keep him here. This guy, uh, Raud Amansori, is sought in the beating death of a Queens mom at a Manhattan hotel. It took place earlier this month, and they located him in Arizona. 
And she said, we're not going to extradite him because we can't necessarily trust that he's going to stay behind bars. She said, I've instructed my extradition attorneys not to agree to that. We're going to keep him here. Here there are mandatory prison sentences. Having observed the treatment of violent criminals in the New York area by Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, I think it's a lot safer to keep him in Arizona and keep him behind bars where he belongs. Bravo to her. And this guy is a ruthless killer by the accusations and by some of the evidence pointing in his direction. And she's saying she doesn't want him back out on the streets to terrorize, whether it's New York or anywhere else. Listen to what the prosecutor, Rachel Mitchell, had to say. Having observed the treatment of violent criminals by the Manhattan DA there, Alvin Bragg, I think it's safer to keep him here and keep him in custody. I think it's safer to keep him here and keep him in custody because at least we can keep an eye on him and not put him back out on the streets like we have all seen the headlines and seen even some of these migrant cases where they've been beating police officers. They end up back out on the streets or on a bus to California, never to be seen again. I say bravo to this Arizona prosecutor. What do you guys think? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Meanwhile, everybody, of course, is talking about the border and migrant crime and some of the numbers. By the way, as we are talking about what's happening at the border, there are some new statistics that show close to 10 million people have crossed under President Biden, and there's still more time for more to cross. This comes as New York City Mayor Eric Adams says that he will not be cutting city services. There was a big threat that a number of the city agencies would experience cuts like sanitation, even police and some others, and he is saying that now there will not be these cuts. But He's also not saying what's going to happen to the $53 million debit credit cards, remember, that are going out to these people, $53 million worth. And he's saying that there will be some cuts to migrant services, but he's not really saying how. And at the same time, they're getting this $53 million perk that our homeless veterans and other homeless New Yorkers are not getting. How does that make any sense? Well, here is the mayor just a little bit ago. He was on local ABC7 News in New York with N.J. Burkett, my buddy N.J. Burkett. And here is what he had to say when he announced that they're not going to be doing the cuts. You're not going to see some of those draconian steps that we were going to have to take. And he also said that they have figured out sort of the budget. They're, They're trying to make do. Listen to this. We are far from out of the woods, but we're showing that we can manage this crisis if we watch how we spend and we manage the spending that we're seeing in the city. And manage the spending. What about people saying they don't want any spending on the migrant crisis? It's enough. Uh, You didn't ask people, do you want a $53 million perk? You know, with all these households getting $15,000 potentially a year. With almost an endless spigot? I don't think that's what people wanted, but here is the mayor and how he describes what he's done and where the blame lies. I could have easily stood back and remained silent, 
But I took bold steps and stood up and spoke on behalf of cities in general, but specifically New York City. And I think when people look back over this administration, people are going to see that this man got no assistance from the federal government on a national problem. And in fairness to him, he did not get a lot of help from the federal government. But also, remember when he was campaigning, he was like, come one, come all, everybody. And then they came. And now you can't sit and say, well, gosh, I figured it out uh, after he has spent millions upon millions and did this major deal for $53 million just now with this pilot program so they can buy food and baby supplies. Obviously, look, you'll want to help everybody. There are a lot of people who have legitimate and dire needs. But what about our New Yorkers? What about our American citizens? It goes back also to the voting. I don't think they should vote. And I also think we need to take care of citizens that are Americans. And also, what about homeless veterans? There was a new story out that just said one in four New York City kids are in poverty, are living in poverty. One in four. That's a stunning number. What are we doing to fix that before we give funds to the migrants? Well, take a listen to what the mayor said. He was applauding himself for migrants not sleeping on the streets. What about American citizens who, by the way, are sleeping on the streets? He's right. I want the buck to stop with me. We were able to get over 50 percent of the migrants and asylum seekers self-sustaining. <laughs> I mean, think about that for a moment. We were we, not one child or family sleeping on the streets in our city. That's not happening in other cities. Yeah, uh, maybe the migrants aren't, but there are American citizens who are. And you are raving about your success rate with the migrants why don't you go to the homeless veteran community and see if you get the same sort of uh, grade that you are getting from the migrants? We are just, our priorities are out of whack. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll take your calls, everybody, when we come back here on The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And the Democratic spin machine is in full swing. First, listen to what New York's governor had to say of who is to blame for the border crisis. Listen to this one. We don't have control over the borders as a state. It's not our prerogative to make a decision. 
But I will say the reason we have a lot of people coming in now is that the Republicans in Congress had an opportunity to literally shut down the border two weeks ago, and they refused to. So going forward, I think the question should always go to them, especially the 10 Republicans in the state of New York, and say, why haven't you followed the bipartisan bill negotiated by conservative Republican senators and President Biden? Why didn't you support that? Because now you own this problem. And you just heard it, President Biden. There are reports that prior to the State of the Union, as early as next week, he's going to have some epiphany and decide that there should be some restrictions on the border. Right now, it's a big old neon sign and come one, come all. Uh, And he's at least looking at maybe after a certain amount of illegals crossing during one particular week, then maybe at that point he might say, well, then we'll have to put those that really qualify for asylum after maybe 5,000 a day, which is pretty similar to the Senate bill. So you know what he's going to do. He's going to get up there at the State of the Union and say, I decided to take action because the Republicans, the big bad Republicans, wouldn't do it, which is absurd because the Democrats uh, are saying they're the ones trying to close the border. That's preposterous. It's the Republicans who are saying they want full control in terms of they want security at the border. They don't want these half measures. They don't want to condone uh, 5,000 a day crossing illegally. Why not just seal it? Why not just do the right checks? Just put the remain in Mexico like President Trump did. It's not that tough. Let's go to Al and Yonkers. Al, your thoughts about all this? Yeah, hi, Rita. You know, Rita, I just wanted to say uh, with the president uh, contemplating using a, a executive order to do something with the border. As you know, and you always point out so professionally, uh, the damage has been done. Uh, the American people in this country know that the president has failed miserably on the border. We have criminals coming from Central America, from Latin America, and now we have spies coming from Red China every day. Yeah, and by the way, speaking of those Chinese numbers, I'm glad you brought that up, Al, because they estimate that more than 24,000 of them have come in just last year. And guess what? Uh, The year before, it was 450. You got to wonder what's up. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And this Back the Blue segment is sponsored by GoyaCares.com because you are a precious gift from God. And this is a very powerful story from Old Wine, Iowa, where three police officers are being credited with saving a man's life after a fire started in his apartment in the historic Mealy Hotel. An emergency call went out for a fire on the fourth floor of the Mealy Apartments, and police officers were out on patrol and first to arrive on the scene. They discovered thick smoke on the fourth floor. They were going door to door. They immediately began evacuating residents. And as they entered one of the hallways, they were met with very heavy smoke. Officers called out into a smoke-filled apartment and were able to hear a person 
trying to respond. So dropping to the floor, the three officers crawled into the apartment to search for the individual and were able to locate a man in deep distress and incoherent. Together, the officers worked to pull the man out of the apartment and down the hallway to safety. The chief of police there in Olwine, Iowa, said, quote, I am so proud of our first responders' display of dedication and commitment to making our community safe with the very quick and great actions of our officers to pull this individual to safety and the effective response of our fire members to quickly contain and extinguish the fire, lives and homes were saved. Bravo to the great teamwork of the law enforcement and also fire officials. And that man is said to be doing okay and is lucky to be alive thanks to the quick actions of those great three heroic officers. Bravo to them and, of course, all of our great great first responders. Well, we if you talk to the people at the border, and especially the border agents, they say they are so fed up with being babysitters and processing because the numbers just keep on coming and coming, especially at our southern border as well as our northern border. And we were just talking about with Alan Yonkers, who brought up about the Chinese that are coming. That, to me, is so troubling when you look at the number of these middle-aged Chinese guys, well-dressed. You see them all the time wearing, you know, nice suits. They're pulling luggage. These people don't look like they're coming uh, for fear of, you know, of difficult situations. They look like they're coming to a party, almost coming to America. They're well-dressed. How are they getting here? How are they paying $35,000? That is a stunning amount, which is what a lot of them are paying to get across the border. It is an unbelievable, and it's just a shocking increase in the numbers of Chinese. And to give you a sense, in 2021, 450 Chinese nationals were apprehended at our southern border. 2022, there are about 2,000. Then in 2023, 24,314. And get this, so far, just in the fiscal year of 2024, which started in October, so that's not a lot. It's not like it's even been as half a year, 18,750 Chinese nationals. Compare that again, 18,000 in just a few months compared to the whole year of 2021, where there were only 450. Why are so many crossing our southern border? What are they thinking? Well, here is Congressman Daryl Issa talking about where he blames and what he's thinking about these Chinese migrants. Well, contrary to what President Biden has said, it's about policy. We absolutely could turn back these Chinese here Mm -hmm. based on the fact that they had already arrived in Mexico. Mexico wrongfully allowed them in. And Mexico's allowing them in because they know they're not going to stay in Mexico. Again, under President Trump, remain in Mexico was a policy that would have prevented this. These people would never have come here under the previous administration. Not a change in law, a change in policies by this administration. And that's what 
our, our speaker is pushing back on with President Biden. He's saying, go back to the policies. We're happy to give you new laws, but we're not going to give you laws mm. when, in fact, you don't enforce them and your policies are encouraging what we're having, which is an invasion from a great many countries. One of the people that I interviewed came from Colombia. He said he is a communist leader, but things are bad there. Mm. So he's coming here to join his family. Uh, in agriculture. That's certainly the kind of thing that this president should be stopping instead of his policies making happen. And even what we're hearing tonight, this big news that it does look like the president is, quote, considering executive action to turn away some migrants. He still may allow as many as 5,000 a day to come into the country. I mean, how is that securing the border? That is just such a bunch of hogwash, and it's only because the election is a few months away and he wants to look like he's doing something, but it is so, so catastrophic. And think about all the people that have come into this country, that it will continue uh, to be an issue for generations to come. Because if somebody crosses the border, it's not like, what are you going to be able to round them all up? Even people who say, oh, they want to deport them. You know, you hear some of the presidential candidates say that on the GOP side, you've heard You know, you heard uh, DeSantis talking about that. You've heard Trump. You've heard Nikki Haley say it. What are you going to do? How are you going to find them? They're going to assimilate. They got into the country. It's not like they're walking around with a lot of them with signs on their back. They're just kind of weaving into the mainstay. And they know that they have a basically get into America free pass. And as long as they just kind of lay low, they can stay here. So are they, A, taking advantage of the system, but also... Maybe have criminal background. We don't know. They're not checked. Here's a little bit more from Congressman Daryl Issa. By not pushing them back and keeping them in Mexico, people from Syria and other countries of that sort absolutely cannot be vetted, and yet they're being released. We've talked to the Border Patrol. I had a briefing earlier this morning. Uh, The Border Patrol is releasing these people, even if they're not asking based on credible fear. So one of the things that's that's really killing us is when people say they're just coming in for a job uh, illegally, they're still being let loose and they won't be given a date anywhere close to 10 years from now. So realistically, what they have is a 10 year get out of out of visa free. And that's the policy of this president. It's brought us in over 8 million additional people without vetting in most, if not all cases, and without any chance of removing them under this administration. There is no way that you will be able to locate them, even if you want to. You may be able to get some of them back, but at least you could plug the hole that is our whole southern border. And earlier today, we talked on Cats and Cosby with Bob Holden, New York City Councilman, who is a Democrat, but he's part of the Common Sense Caucus, and he has some common sense, and he says, New York is busting at the seams. What are we going to do? we got to plug the hole. we got to send them back. I wish there were more people like Councilman Bob Holden. Take a listen. This $53 million, this pilot program, that's going to give every migrant family essentially $15,000 and maybe more. What, What about our veterans? What about our veterans? And our ancestors didn't get that. Uh, we, they, they came here and they had to fend for themselves. They had to work hard. Uh, we're giving away, you know, we're giving away everything. We're giving away money. If you have more kids, uh, if you have two kids, let's say you'll get $17,000. Um, where's that money coming from? Our pockets. Um, we shouldn't give 
we should tell and then the mayor should announce right away that we're not giving anything. If you if you come here, you have to fend for yourself. That's it. And you'll see less less uh, migrants. And what are your thoughts, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Lewis in Delaware. Lewis, your thoughts. I'm sorry, dearest Bruce. Lewis, Lewis we can't hear you. We can't hear you, Lewis. Call us back. Uh, it's not working out. Call us back. You got some feedback there. Let's go to Norm on line four. Norm, go ahead. Hi, Rita. Um, yeah, I, I think it was a good call for the courts to rule against non-citizens voting. I think that's a that's a, that's a very logical call. I mean, that, so you know, I felt good today. You know, I uh, listened to you guys talk about it on Cats and Cosby. I know, wasn't it? it by the way, good. we were like, "Woo!" Can you imagine if they had allowed suddenly eight hundred thousand non-citizens mm-hmm. to vote? And I they, believe and, it. And you think about what? Think about how that impacts. The, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's a municipal election, too, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, where the numbers, that's an enormous amount of numbers, Mm -hmm. even if like, uh, even if, you know, whatever, uh, a third or a fourth decide to vote, that sways the election. Listen, Rita, if if, that's coming, because if Biden wins, we're going to have that. I mean, they're going to they're going to vote. And, uh, you know, that that that, it's coming. By the way, that's why I'm highlighting it, because I agree with you that that I think is their intent, because what other reason could there be that suddenly uh, you're going to open the border like wide open, not vet anybody Uh, there? They have to have some end game, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. to their advantage. Yeah. And I uh, just uh, his 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 future State of the Union speech. Uh, he'll be magnificent. I mean, they're going to honestly they're going to give him drugs. Uh, his eyes will be beady. They'll close down like I've seen in the past. Like he'll it'll look like he's almost squinting and he'll just his face will be near catatonic and he will he'll he'll just spit out this speech with a with a ferocity and 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 the and the the bulk of it will be uh you know uh, the MAGA republicans how the how, how the republicans are keeping him from sealing the border and how how, how wonderful things are the economy and, and just just every, everything will be wonderful and 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 that, that will be it and then uh, there won't be any questions taken cuz uh well there usually isn't i don't think there, the no there the usually union, isn't but. that state of the union and, but, yeah, but, but, he, he, he's but the world is watching. You got to give some pretty strong yeah. drugs, Norm, for him to be able to sustain. Oh, yeah, no, they got him, and they got him, and they're going to give it to him. I mean, you know, they, now he, he's incapable of asking a question like, "So, uh, where were you yesterday?" I mean, he, he that he's incapable of, of doing. But the drugs that they'll give him, he will read off the cue cards or whatever the hell's in front of him, the monitor there in front of him, and uh, he'll be perfect. Um, uh, you know, it'll be. Very, very uh, uh, vindictive against the Republicans and uh, and uh, Donald Trump. Norm, <laughs> I mean, let that's... me ask you: Do you believe that it'll ever get to the points of a debate? Because Donald Trump was talking about last night. He was asked mm-hmm. at the town no. hall, and he's like, uh, "I'll debate right now." Do you think Biden no. is ever going to be at the level where he'll debate, or you think he'll just dodge it this time? He'll dodge it. He can't debate. They'll they'll throw they'll they'll throw another pandemic rather than allow him to debate. I mean, they're not going to, he can't, he cannot physically debate. I mean, please, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't even think the Biden supporter will admit that he can debate. Ask Stan, 
if yeah. uh, if Biden can debate. Ask him that question. Let's see. Let's see if Stan calls in. Good point, Norm. I, I, that, I agree would be a miracle. You're right. I think they'll have to come up with some reason that he's got to stay in the basement that day and the next day and the next day. Uh, but I think that does a tremendous disservice. And I hope that there would be outrage from the American public if he does try to dodge and weave on that one. Let's go to Steve in California. Uh, Steve, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. Thanks for taking my call. I'd like to talk about the border and the immigrants, but I also want to add uh, after a little bit about Russian mind control against Americans. And if I leave anything out, please, uh, listeners, visit the new developments page of LennonMurderTruth.com. Now, about the border, one of the ways Biden can prop up his failed economy is with immigration. It's, it's one of the easiest ways to prop up a bad economy, but it's not that innocent. He's deliberately working for the Kissinger Rockefeller globalist agenda. How is that, that is helping to... the Steve? Hold on, because there's a lot of gobbledygook here. How are how is that helping the economy? It's draining the economy because suddenly you have to pay for all these individuals that now we believe is close to 10 million that have come under this president. That's that's draining. City budgets, state budgets, federal budgets. I'll, I'll give you the last word. Well, I listened to a, an, an, an economics expert on the radio last week, and he explained that it's the best thing to prop up a bad economy is a lot of immigrants working. So that's oh, where I'm that's getting at. That no, but. I hear where you actually. That's an interesting point, Steve. In other words, what a cheap labor coming in, but that the problem is that takes away, as you, I know you understand this, takes away from American workers. And if suddenly all these people are coming in unvetted, I mean, obviously, maybe it's helping some economies, but it's hurting so many others if they are relying, indeed on social services, which so many of them are. I mean, so many of them are. It is such an enormous drain. I mean, we're in the billions of dollars in New York City alone. Uh, but there are some people who I hear you that, that don't want to change it because uh, they like uh, the cheap labor. But it's taking away from American workers who also want to work, too. So there's a lot of negatives there. But, Steve, thank you. Good to hear from you. 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. So will President Biden try to come up with some executive action that he could have done for years on the border and do a half measure so we can go out there at the State of the Union and say, boy, look at all the things I've done. And the big bad Republicans, well, you know what? They don't want to protect the border. And also, do you think he'll even be able to make it through the State of the Union address? Will he also even be able to make it through a debate? We heard from President Trump last night. He said he is ready to debate anywhere, anytime, and he would do it tomorrow, he said, if he had the chance. We were talking with Norm, who says he doesn't think 
that Biden will debate, that he'll come up with another pandemic so he can run a basement campaign. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Stan, who's calling in. Stan, uh, what do you think? Do you honestly think he can make it through the State of the Union or even better yet, a higher bar, a debate? Because you got to be sharp for a debate. Uh, not only that, but uh, he may not be debating Trump. Trump may be in jail or be disqualified. So I'm not worried about who he debates. The question is, will Trump be there? That's what you got to worry about, lady, because Nikki Haley may be in that spot. It's possible, but I don't think the president will hesitate for a minute. He, he will debate Donald Trump. He took him down the first time. Don't underestimate this guy. I know oh you think he's God. out of his mind. He will debate Stan, him. He's in a that's coma. exactly what he wants. Stan, the guy looks like he's in a coma. And first of coma, all, hey, a yeah, traitor. Yeah, a, a coma. I'd rather have him than he's the traitor. A, by the way, you know what? Remember the last time? What the did traitor. I re- Hang on, Stan. Let me you remind you. You know who the traitor is. It's Trump. But go ahead. Uh, you know what somebody who's not being honest with the American public is, yeah, and that is Joe Biden. Because you know what happened in the last debate? Let me remind you, they, they came up and they said, oh, boy, there's this laptop. Oh, that, that's, that's Russian disinformation. That's not true. Oh, wait a minute. What about your son's Chinese business deals? No, my son Are is we never. Going there, Rita? Hang on. Rita, I, hold on. Oh, can, yesterday yes, I told you, Rita. We are going to go there because then he said, oh, you know what? Uh, my son, None of us have ever done business in China. That's absolutely not true. Both of those were false, false. He already knew about the laptop. Now we can all agree it's the laptop. And also, what about also the fake Russian disinformation letter that was going out there? And he said there was no business in China. His son even admitted in court that he got money in China. There's pictures of the father with the business partners. He, at best, is not telling the truth. That's a nice way to say you're lying, Stan. And guess what? If you're not honest, uh, he doesn't have, I don't think, the mental dexterity. If he doesn't have the mental dexterity to go through trial, you think he could handle, he couldn't handle Trump for five minutes over there, Stan. Give me a break. He can't handle. How's that? Let's make the bet right now. I'll take you to dinner if he can't handle Donald Trump. I thought I was going to win something, not be tortured, you know? Well, hey, hey, I'm tortured every time I call here, so who are we kidding? i got to listen to the crap for most of these idiots that call these Oh, they're smart, but you know what? Thank you. Stan, and by the way, and Stan, I don't agree with you on a lot of things, but you know I always appreciate you, and I'll take you up on that dinner because... Trump will clean his clocks. And, okay, and I'm not convinced it's going to be Biden up there. Well, because I guess definitely what? think if Trump gets convic- if Trump get has, is disqualified, which is a possibility. If he's in jail, by some, if he's be in jail by some fake charge, he will still run. He will still run. And I agree with you. Nikki Haley's waiting around, but he can still run, even if he's trumped on some crazy charge. Uh, and guess what? Your guy can't even make it up the stairs. Of Air Force One. Did you see it? They had Georgia the, t- they no had the little shots, baby Rita. stairs. So little baby Biden could go up the baby stairs. And he couldn't even make it up the little baby stairs. He, you know, tumbled and bumbled like a little baby. And then you want him to go out there and do policy debates? I'll be glad if he can walk down the stairs. He could barely walk up them, Stan. I pray for our country. But boy, they're going to have to give him some strong stuff to last through a debate.